0: Welcome back to Hair Digest. Again, this is your host, Natisha. I have Michelle with me to discuss her hair journey as a teenager. It's gonna be pretty fun. So. <laughs> All right, Michelle, take the lead. <laughs>
1: All right. So let's see. Um, um, so yeah, we talked about my childhood. And I uh, so as a teenage years, I, I think around, like, uh, when I was maybe I think 10, um, uh, I was braiding my hair already, um, like constantly braiding it. But I remember this uh, specific instance my, uh, my grandfather died, and as mm. part of our culture, when somebody close to you dies, you're supposed to shave our hair. Oh. Um,
0: uh, I remember I didn't want to. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a very ingrained part of the
1: culture. I guess it used to be, still changing over the past few years. Mm-hmm. But I remember at the time our parents were like, no, you have to shave your hair, you have to you have to do it. You can just what do you mean you're not shaving your hair and all of that. Yes. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, we actually did end up shaving it. And I remember I was so unhappy about that and that's kind of when I started questioning
0: part of the culture. I just It just didn't make sense, he he had died, I mean, what was the point? Yeah. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, that was kind of uh, an important point in my life too. And
1: that kind of, uh, so when my head started, because again, uh, because when we did that, then of course people were making fun of us, or we were completely bored. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I can't believe you're good bad, oh
0: you're ugly, look at your big, huge he giant hair, I can't you're big now. I'm <laughs> so, you know how cruel you yes, are. Yes, <laughs> so mean, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, it was for a good, yeah, good cause. cause. <laughs> no, I didn't know that, it's part of the culture, so they know the kids are just mean, they're
1: cruel. Yes. <laughs> Holidays yes. And all of that. And I actually I came to the to the US when I was kind of thirteen, going on fourteen.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, it
1: became a very interesting experience too, because I went from having like countless people willing to and able able and willing to do my hair as often as I quite much wanted to. Oh, that's awesome. Having literally nobody to mm. do my hair. So that was uh, a huge culture shock. Yeah. My mom, she's not, uh, she doesn't know how to braid. Um, um, and of course, you know, I to you show how it's minutes to actually get your hair braided here.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it it <laughs> yeah. adds up. <laughs> it, yeah, it hundreds of
1: dollars, and then the process of scheduling an appointment. Yes. And uh, all of that. So it, that was quite a culture shock for me.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, whole like procedure you have to go through. You know, yes. you got to plan it out. You know, you got to make sure you got everything's in place. It's exactly. yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> it's very very different. So
1: different, in fact. Oh man. Um, uh, I remember when I was actually flying out here, my mom had me get some microblades, very, very tiny ones. Mm -hmm. I remember it was so pretty, had burgundy uh, burgundy colored hair, it was very pretty, very small. And she was telling me specifically, oh, you have to do something that's on the last, because there isn't anybody to do your hair here. Of course, I mean, you hear that, but you can't quite imagine what it's like, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so when I got here, she had me keep it for, I think, close to three months. And I remember being so mad and just so confused. Like, yeah. why do I need to keep it this long? Because again, <laughs> I was used to having my head, even micro braids, the most they
0: would ever last was one month. Wow. And even that was pushing it. That's definitely it different months. here because people will try yes. to extend it as long as possible because it's <laughs> so <don't> expensive. <laughs> The yes. mine were tiny, tiny.
1: I don't. I do even think they do micros like that anymore. These days, it's just weeds. But they would do tiny, tiny
0: micros, wow. like literally micro braids. Wow. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, I remember. I think you're taking like, uh, two and a half days or so to, uh, to actually braid it. Wow. It it time, was, it, w- was it one person that would braid, or would there be a couple people helping to braid? This
1: one was one person, and then uh, like actually starting the micro braids, and
0: then uh, my aunt was finishing up the ends. So it was wow. two people. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah,
1: yep. Yeah. So yeah, it took a long time. <laughs> and when I got here, I kept it for I think, close to three months, and it felt like torture. It felt like torture. <laughs> And uh, I think uh, when I took it off, I should have some of my edges with
0: it because it didn't feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yep, I, can was, uh, <laughs> I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Yes. The bottom was all matted and, uh, yes, so after it came off, um, um, then it started my, uh, my hair struggle. Again, my mom didn't know how to play it, so she would do her best and do like some big uh, cornrows on it, but it wouldn't
1: last, of course, and it wasn't really pretty to begin with. And uh, she would try to put it whenever she could, but again, it wasn't it wasn't much she could do that to really make it presentable. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, uh, going to high school, I'll have these ugly braids over my hair. I don't even want to look at pictures <laughs> of that. <then>. Oh. <laughs> Uh, every now and then, we have uh, we had some family friends who actually were braiding. They mm-hmm. were professional braiders and oh, really? had their own salons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So every now and then, when we were able to get an appointment for me, those people would braid my hair. Mostly it was micro braid They get stuff that was staying for an extended amount of time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, so they would braid my hair, maybe like once. every six months or so and then the rest of the time I put my chest so had to play with it myself. Yeah. And I was lucky actually, my cousin, one of my cousins came to live with us and between mm-hmm. the two of us, we, we started bleeding each other's hair. Oh. So, mm-hmm. I had a little bit of knowledge from back home and she had a little bit of knowledge too, so we just kind of kept on cultivating it and practicing on each other's hair. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it, it gave us the practice that we needed. So today, I, I haven't breaded here in a while now, but mm-hmm.
0: I got to the point where I was actually feeling good. Oh, that's awesome. I was just going to ask you, like, did you you know learn or practice? And, yeah, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's great, especially to yeah. practice with someone else. You guys are learning together. I think that's even yes. better. <laughs> yeah, yes.
1: I braid her hair she braid my hair and then every now and then the family friends who um, who had hair braiding salons would go over there
0: sometimes and spend the day and maybe bring home $50 or something like that so it was actually pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. well you learned a, a good skill you know when you were a teenager I think that's really important to have um I can say I did not do that as a teenager, <laughs> but it's cool yeah. to hear your your perspective and your your story as a teenager. Um, and did you like happen to get into any like products or that you used for your hair, or was it pretty much you know similar to what you used as a child? Uh, we did not have what I was using as a
1: child back home. So when we got here, oh, what we were using? There was some of those curls and uh, and enhancer products. Ooh, I'm trying to think of some of the beans. Oh man, there was something you mentioned last time. Yeah,
0: there's. Um, I don't yeah, there's a quite a bit of different gels and conditioners and mm-hmm. um, oh, that man. popped up a lot. Um, there's so many different products, but yes. I think. Oh. Here in the U.S. is a big, big thing, products for it's sure. It's a
1: huge, industry. It's yeah. a huge, huge industry. And oh, yeah, I should mention, I, uh, I started putting my hair, I started putting my hair soon when I got here, and of course it never took because my hair is getting so thick and coarse. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. It never took, so I kept on humming it, and I tried, I actually tried it, a, it a a variety of relaxers, I guess I should say, I, should, I was relaxing my hair. Yes. Oh, I was trying to relax my hair and I was trying a, a wide variety
0: of products and none of them actually did anything. I remember trying pink, I remember trying olive oil. Um, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And what uh, else? I pretty much just went to the, uh, to the hair store and I would buy whatever was there that I hadn't tried yet and just pretty much go ahead and try it about every <laughs> six to eight weeks. Nice. That was a disaster. My hair was a mess. (laughs) It's like, what's going on? What's all this stuff? Yeah, it just
1: would not relax. It would not relax. And I just wouldn't leave it alone because, again, at that time with hip hop and RD, all these beautiful women with
0: uh, silk presses.
1: I wanted my hair that soft. I wanted
0: it so badly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I could definitely yeah. relate to that when I was a teenager, too. <laughs> definitely, it was um, a big thing, you know, relaxing right. or perming your hair. It was yes. huge. Um, and even my mom, you know, she she did it. She would always perm her <laughs> hair. So I was like, oh, I want to try it, too. But, exactly. Yeah. It's such a standard
1: of beauty. It used to be it's such a standard of beauty for black people. Yes. I mean, uh, in the, around the world, but especially in America.
0: It is. It really, really is. So uh, sad, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and that's why, yeah. you know, with this podcast, we want to help people embrace what they've overcome and where, where they're going, you know, enjoying mm-hmm. your hair, whatever state it is. Because uh, our hair is who we are. It's our, yes. it's not just all of our identity, but it's part of us. And we have it to. It is part of our yeah. identity. Yeah. It's a part. yeah. Yeah. So we. You know, I really want to open the door for people to talk about it and mm-hmm. and really feel confident in the end of their hair and what what they've overcome. So, But yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story as a teenager with your hair. It sounds just such a journey and you learned some skills along the way, which later helped you in life. But also things you you seem like you have to overcome and you did and uh, teenage years are always, you know, a little struggle, you know, with the hormones and all that. <laughs> but it but it's it's so fun to look back and see. Uh, so thank you so much on opening up and talking about that. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear more of your journey, but as an adult.
1: Alrighty.